Hi, everybody. It's Mike Siegel. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I am the host of said podcast. Uh, just wanted to give you a little update. I re- came home from a three-month trip on December 31st. I spent uh, basically the last three months of the year in uh, Central Europe, in uh, Israel, and a bit in Jordan, and then uh, Southeast Asia for the last two months. And today's episode is a recording that I made while in Vietnam, in uh, Saigon, or Ho Chi Minh City, to be official, with uh, Nana Chen, a beautiful young lady that I met through another friend of mine while I was traveling. Like the other episodes I posted from the trip, um, the sound quality is not as good as you can hear me right now with my expensive mic in my home studio. Um, I was basically backpacking for three months and did not want to bring expensive uh, microphone and equipment and a laptop with me. So basically, I just brought a little handheld recorder. And it sounds like a little handheld recorder. But um, I try to clean it up as as much as I can and uh, adjust the levels before posting it. But it is what it is. Anyway, that being said, I do appreciate all the new people that have found the podcast and new subscribers. And if you want to help us out here at the show, because we don't make any money off this thing, and I say we uh, as if there is somebody else helping me with it. There isn't. It's just me. So basically, if you want to help me out, you don't have to send any money or anything, but you can go on the iTunes link and just uh, give us a good review. And the more good reviews we get, that means people will find us easier and we move up the rankings a little bit on iTunes and it just grows from there. I would love to get the audience bigger all the time, of course. I'm having a great time doing the show and uh, it was a little bit of a challenge on the road trying to get all these down. We have a couple more after uh, Nana's episode. Then I'll be back to uh, interviewing people here in L.A. And uh, it'll be just like the show that you know. If you have any suggestions for the show, you can email me at mike at traveltalespodcast.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at traveltalespod on Twitter. Keep listening to the show. I appreciate all the great feedback. I look forward to the new year. It's 2012. And we have some great guests coming up. So I hope you stick with me. And the sound quality will improve as the show goes on. But uh, thank you so much for listening. And enjoy today's episode with Nana Chen. I'm a traveling man. Made a lot of stops. All over the world. And in every port I own a heart. At least one love. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I am in Saigon. Or Ho Chi Minh City, should we say. Ho Chi Minh City. Ho Chi Minh City, to be official. But. <laughs> what? The airport code is... It's still SGN, right? Yeah. So who calls it Ho Chi Minh City? Some people do. But I would have to say very few. Right. It's just too many syllables, you know? Ho Chi Minh City. Saigon. So easy. Yes. I'm talking to uh, Nana Chen. Nana? Nana. Nana. Not Nana. Nana? Sorry. Not My Chicago came out there. <laughs> Nana! <laughs> Talk to your Nana. Give her your Nana a kiss. Grandma Chen. No. Grandma Chen. One day, not now. <laughs> We're in your apartment in Saigon. We met through our mutual friend, Jerry. That's right. Uh, we just met today. Yes. Yes, and you've been nice enough to take me to two uh, places to eat. Three? Four. We've I've been to four places. Count. And it's not even nighttime yet. It's only afternoon and we've been to four places. Yes, and then after this we go for some... Afternoon tea, Vietnam style. What is tea, Vietnam style? Well, it's actually, I'm just making it up. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just tea with a Vietnamese person? <laughs> no, I'm just going to take you to another place to eat. I just have to find an excuse or something to give it, you know? Now, uh, for people who don't know, Nana is a photographer. You are a TV personality from Taiwan, right? That's right. You can speak on this. You know, nobody can see you. Oh, well, that would just... It would help to, if you... I just didn't want to interrupt. Oh, because it was, it was such a great... It, well, you have such a, you have such a lengthy resume. <laughs> <laughs> Where would we have seen your photography? Where would we have Let's caught your see. work? Um, well, I have had it published in Harper's Bazaar, Taiwan, portraits mainly. Um, also, El Tacor, I love interior design, but that's a closeted secret. Mm-hmm. Not anymore now. Any famous uh, people have you uh, Andrew Zeman, I've photographed uh, Boy Zone. Boy Zone. But just as a guest 
you know, and then just I like the, doing a documentary style. I was at the news, uh, the press conference they mm-hmm. had in Taipei. Um, and afterwards, there was this special sort of promotion concert they had. So I didn't take so much the pictures of them on the stage so much, but what's more interesting to me is the process. So when they got off the stage, then I started clicking, right. you know, and going into the lift. And, yeah. <laughs> so you were born in Taiwan. I was, yes. And raised there till what age? No, it's a, see, it's a very long story. What's the short version? Oh, okay. What's the short, uh, let edited, me try to, let me interesting try to version? Let me try to say it in... Uh, Come on, you're he a TV was, professional. Okay, you know fast, how. fast, fast. Ready? Ready? <laughs> yeah. Ready? Follow? Yep. Okay. Six, I left Taiwan, went to the Philippines. After nine months, went to El Cerrito, California. Around <laughs> Christmas time, we moved down to Chile, Santiago, Chile. I Oh, it was summer again. Yeah. So then after, I can't remember how many seasons, okay, said goodbye to my nun at the all-girls Catholic school and went to neighboring Argentina, went to school, <sighs> Two schools. Um, <laughs> one was in this uh, beautiful colonial uh, house. We wore smocks, used fountain pens, and had a bakery on the wow. ground floor. So this was 1865? Was that what so, this was? Uh, 1867. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And then um, after that, went to this very sort of elite uh, private school uh, where they told me to get an alarm clock because I was always late. <laughs> <laughs> then, even back then, then up to Bolivia, La Paz, for I think a few months just in case things didn't work out in America, I got my um, what's equivalent of a green card, but had me with a number around. They hung a number like a mugshot, yeah? They yeah. hung a number <laughs> on, on my chest, and I was, you know, resident of La Paz number. 34,000 whatever mm-hmm. um, was your father like hunted by the law or something was, I've been was he asked a fugitive that, and um, <laughs> the more polite questions were like oh so were, were your parents diplomats and yeah no, yes he was no no, no. <laughs> no he, he didn't uh, really have a plan so really just, so this wasn't working but he just kept yeah. moving mm. and you have brothers and sisters I have one younger brother and okay. he now lives in Oxford England Okay. Yeah. But I'm not finished. I have to... Oh, there's more. So at what age... So now you're in uh, La Paz. La Paz. And how old are you now? I turned nine on the flight to New York. So now you go to New York. Oh, no. We stopped in Lima. And then on the flight to New York, I turned nine. Wow. uh, Okay. So New York, first night, someone tried to break into our room... While we're in it, so I mean, is it a hotel? Yes, it was some like Holiday Inn or something. My father just said we had no one to pick us up, so he said, "Well, look, let's just hop into one of these vans." And we had no idea <laughs> what neighborhood in the up in, you know. So then um, they take you to the Bronx. Here you go. Probably because I mean they had the nerve to try to break in while we're inside. That's pretty gutsy. That's well, a ballsy move. We don't move. look that vicious. We're not a tall family, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? So especially back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then New York, okay, so they didn't, that was not a very good uh, uh, entrance, right? Not entrance, no. introduction to the city. <laughs> um, so then we went down to oh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Where my father knew some people that he had helped out in Buenos Aires, some travelers. And they said, oh, thank you so much. So if you ever want to come to Atlanta, Georgia, we'll help you get settled in and everything. So we went there. And really, as the plane just in, I looked down and I thought, what? People don't live there. And you just see trees. Yes, the flat. It's flat and uh, spread out. And <laughs> you have something against trees? No, no, no. Now that I'm... A bit more mature than nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you were hoping I to see an amusement park as you went over, and like that's where we can live. Let's live in Waterland. Oh, I was terrified. It's <laughs> ah, so green. So, and then the city, right? Tiny at the time. Yeah. So we were in Atlanta, or in a northern suburb for the next nine to ten years. After that, I have to keep going. No, in between. Wait, so high school. Yes, I, was. Uh, Georgia? 
But then, yes, uh, one year, uh, one and a half years, I was in California, L.A. Okay. Then went back. It was way too much fun for us, you know? So my parents... In California? Fun. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, no. These children need some... Did you get in trouble? Trees. Yeah. We got to get back to the rednecks down in Georgia. <laughs> trees and rednecks. Oh, dear. So, yeah, and you have to... I didn't strike everyone. you. You don't strike me as the kind to get in trouble like that much. I what, was did you have a rebellious I was apparently a goth. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I didn't know what I was at the time, but... You were really into The Cure, and uh, my, you wore friends, your black... My friends were, yes, but actually, I secretly, I just listened to Bach. <laughs> you know, you but you have take... to wear all black right, to be right. cool. Okay. Either be preppy, which mm-hmm. I really couldn't get away with, Yeah. or be all black, and that's a lot more flattering for my body type. <laughs> So it wasn't about the uh, the mood; it was more the uh, the slimming black exactly clothes, yeah, the length cool. in the body. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And come on, I was dyeing my hair jet black. It's uh, it's pretty. Black, it's pretty dark as it yeah. is. <laughs> and it's just what you do to be cool. Right, but no, you didn't go as far as like tattoos and that kind of thing. No, 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 no tattoos. So university in the U.S. or somewhere else? I um I never went. I had a music what? scholarship. This is life is really shame on you. Brought shame on your Taiwanese family. Exactly, they were not so becoming an engineer of some sort. Of, uh, engineer or doctor lawyer or, or yes, exactly. Yes, I know that's a stereotype. And what you're you're not good at math? No, I can memorize numbers. I take photos. I can memorize numbers. <laughs> like don't know how they uh, communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I actually my. Um, the first part of my life, I was a violinist. Um, Not the stereotype or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, stereotype <laughs> is the pianist. Piano, but there's no, you get a violinist really? in each family. Sure, that's pretty. Oh, all right. Piano, violin, sure. All right. So, yes, I, I was Either that. in your goth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Outfit, playing. Exactly. And you know, when you perform, you wear all black, so. So it all worked out. Sort of right mm-hmm. there. Okay. Then, um, yeah, so I didn't go uh I, I lost my scholarship because my academic performance was not quite there since you didn't keep the alarm clock from uh from Argentina. The, from the no, Argentina. That's what, that's you showed up a little late wrong, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. or I didn't show up. Or oh. I would show up, I got smarter. I, I would show up and they would say my name. Uh and I would say here, here yeah, here. Like that? At, yeah, probably back then. And then, um, <laughs> no, our voices get lower. Was this in high school? Older. Yeah. Okay, high school. And then, but you made it through high school. I, I, yes, but I was rarely there. You squeaked through. I would appear, and then I would sneak out of the room. Really? You ditched? Mm-hmm. And yeah, don't, that's, where, that's what's Where would you go? Right. Skipped or ditched. Yeah, yeah. Where, where did you go when you left? Um, like when you would I skip th- class, what, did you go out and smoke in the hallway, or what did you? I, I no, <laughs> I, I have a smoker's voice, but I don't really smoke. I've never really smoked. Um, did you go hide somewhere? Did you no, just go would, home? What did okay, you do? Uh, out comes the truth. Uh, we would go out and have Mexican food. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it would be, you know, for a good meal. Was this Cal? This is California. No, California was a lot more relaxed. I mean, we yeah. had why good would you, food. Yeah, why would you go out to... Cool. You went out to Mexican food in Atlanta? Yes. Ooh, that, that no, could it be... No, there was one place. It could be dicey El back then. Patron, and El Patron. El Patron. Yeah, and it was okay for the teenage palate. Yeah, it was probably fine. It Big was plate of nachos, really you guys were set. Good. Yeah, oh no, we did more than just nachos, <laughs> trust me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... So oh, now you're 300 pounds in high school. <laughs> And you decide, oh. I need to wear some black. That's what I need. All this Mexican food. All the, the beans. All these refried beans and tortillas. The cheese dip. The, oh, yeah. Mm. Okay, well, right. we're going to get to food a little later. So, so let's fast forward it. Okay. You get into photography and your uh, TV in Taiwan. How did that happen? Photography. Oh, that's a long story. Let's see. I, well, then forget actually, that. You're a photographer. <laughs> Let's move right no, to it. No, but I have to finish my whole route. It gets okay. more interesting, I promise, after Georgia. It does. <laughs> it does. Well, that's not tough. You can't end it there, right? Okay. So, after Georgia, my parents... You're like 18, I, you finished school. Like, uh, no, oh, I dropped out. I, I, Did I, you? I lied Did to you my get a GED? Parents. 
No, I didn't really drop out of high school. I dropped out of college. Where did you go? Did you make But it a semester? I went to, for one and a half years. One year and one In Georgia? quarter. Yeah. University of? University of Georgia, I lost the music scholarship because I was always absent from high school. So even though I... The oh, so you had a scholarship to go to Georgia. Yes. And then you lost it because you uh, had to eat Mexican food, apparently. That's right. It was, you know, I, like bet that went, I bet that went over great in the house. I bet, you, I bet your parents loved that. Well, they, were, they sort of do, huh? Like, you know. Serves them right for dragging you all over she, the world. She wears all black, white tights and dark red lipstick. Oh, God. <laughs> so they, one day they just said, okay, well, we're going back to Taiwan. Your brother, he was in a reputable <gasps> university, Georgia oh. Tech, so he stayed for sure. Okay, Georgia Tech. He's an engineer, right? Now a chemist. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you got me. Yes, you are just yeah. Okay. But um, actually, he's quite a creative type. But anyway, <laughs> you know, not encouraged. And then uh, my parents said, "Okay, you want to come back to Taiwan, or you want to stay here?" Oh, there must be more to the world than this. Okay, I'll come back. So um, guess what? A dropout starts teaching English. Oh. You taught English in Taiwan? Yes, and I didn't know how to say no. So whatever job offers came, I would say, okay. So then the next job offer was from this Christian college. And I said, well, shouldn't I come and see what textbooks there are? Feeling a little bit nervous. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and now I just come on the day the class starts. Okay. So I showed up early. There is this huge line of people my age or older. And I... Finally, talked to the lady who was counting all the cash, the tuition. Mm -hmm. I said, "Hi, I'm Nana. Oh, I thought you were a student. Here, here are your books." And she handed me <gasps> one book was the introduction of English literature from、uh, something like between fifteenth、uh, century and seventeenth、oh, century. You're supposed to teach this to.、Uh Uh, Non-English speakers. Yes, and people give them Chaucer and, and、uh, yeah. Shakespeare. And so what did I do? And then the other one was like American literature, or early 18th century. Here's some Mark Twain for you, and some okay. That was a bit frightening. Yes. And each class had about 60 people. And they're all like 18 to 20 years old, somewhere around there. And beyond. Oh. So they, some of them just looked at me. So like, they really you respected you. Up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You should be sitting here. <laughs> Yes,、yeah, so、I did that. I taught English for many years, actually.、Um, then I got into corporate. Yeah, I know. Espionage, yeah, corporate yeah. what? Corporate editing. Editing. Okay.、Yeah. So would you get? Is that was this where your translation came in handy? Were they you getting English and See, translating I, it? See, I, I didn't study, so I could speak. <laughs> I can read. I still can't read. I can read minis. I can read、uh, road signs. But so no, I was.、Uh, so this is your、uh, Taiwanese.、Um, you can't. All、read. my colleagues, all my colleagues were Taiwanese. Okay. And I had to correct their English, their written English. Oh, okay. To make sure, you know, like some emails, sometimes someone would、uh, write instead of "dear Judy," "dear Juicy," and you know, I would have to catch that. Or instead of "dear Chris," would be "dear Christ." Oh, yeah, things yeah. like that. And you know, <laughs> little difference between、yeah. Chris and Christ. So the, you,、uh, you did this for how long? You were an editor seven, at the magazine seven years at a marketing research.、Company. Marketing research. And then they finally one day they said, you know what, we need something to take a photo of something. And you said, how about me? No, you see, do, during those years I was、um, always dreaming of doing something else,、mm -hmm. and、um, but I wasn't, I didn't dare, you know.、Uh, so I thought, well, I really secretly want to paint, but、I'm, I've fallen into、uh, writing and. Oh, it's not that bad. And I thought, well, maybe it's just safer to go from English teacher, corporate editor to writer. <laughs> and that would make sense, right? right. And because、um, there's a bit of that, you can't just be a photographer. You can't just be an, a, a painter、right. or you know, a gardener.、Um, <laughs> and then you find out, oh yeah, you can. You can just yes, do it. Yes, after yes. many years. You, I always、yeah. thought about that. That's honestly like you know. I grew up in a place where I didn't know anybody in show business. I didn't know 
how to get in it. I didn't know who did it, mm-hmm. you know, and saying you wanted to be, I don't know, a director or something, you know, where I grew up, that was like saying you wanted to go to the moon or exactly. something. And people looked at you like, well, that's crazy. Who does that? Get that's a not, job. Yes. That's not, it's not a career. You can say, oh, that's a nice dream, but you can't, they're hiring down the street. Maybe you should go over there. You know, something like that. They don't really, so I envy kids that grow up in like, uh, like LA, you know, they, they just kind of like fall into the business. They're right, like, yes. finish school sure. and go, oh, I want to get into films. Well, go talk to the neighbor. He works for Paramount. Maybe he'll get you. That's and next thing you know, they get to become an assistant. Then you mm-hmm. meet people and then you just, now you're in the business. 20 years later, you're firing me from a job. Uh, <laughs> but but who's uh i'm but not then uh, you get to travel yeah so that's right but who's better <laughs> okay so let's uh i want to get to while we still have some time okay let's just move it on because i want to get to then vietnam and all right all so stuff. um right taipei then it was after 15 years i moved to denmark denmark off and on for two years and then um to bangkok and then finally, I moved here officially mid-May. Wow. That's that was a really a, long version. That was a, so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So now, when, next time you tell me it's a short version, I'm not going to believe Ooh. you. See, that's a southern thing. A southern... Southern way. Oh, that's your Georgia way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to sit through See, the I whole setup. I influence. <laughs> so, you get to Taiwan, and while you're there... I saw from your resume and everything, you did a show with Andrew Zimmern. That's right. From, was this food? Crazy Foods? Or what is it? Bizarre Foods. Bizarre Foods. With yeah, Crazy Zimmern. Foods. Yeah. Bizarre Foods. So, which is a cool show. And I'm very envious of his travel on that show mm. until he has to eat some crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff. And he went to Taiwan. That's right. And they needed someone to guide him around or something? Yes. And they thought of you. Yes, um, they came across me. One of the researchers wanted to know about a place uh, that features tea, you know, uh, tea mm. restaurants, anything to do with tea. And I had written an article I used to write. So, uh, and there was an article I've written about Pingling, which is a, sort of a small city or village, really, outside of uh, Taipei. Okay. And that's their whole industry is tea. Tea fields, a restaurant with uh, food that has tea, like tea, okay. green leaf, tea uh, green tea things. salad, yeah. and all sorts of tea oil. You know? Oh, wow. So we were writing back and forth for about a month or two, and finally um, I just said to them, well, would you need a translator or something so that I could get travel channel on my <laughs> yeah. resume, you know? And, <laughs> make some money as well sure. or what have that work experience and then uh, back and forth back and forth finally I said would you be able to obtain uh, location licenses and all that no mm-hmm. no I know my limits no, I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> so I said no I'm afraid not they didn't say no they came back and said okay how about this I just had a meeting with uh, our CEO and um, Colleen Stewart a lovely lady and she said, uh, why don't you just bring your camera along on the show and be a guest, and uh, we'll plug in your business. <gasps> Ooh, ah, in front of the camera. So that was a first, <laughs> yeah. How was it? I loved it. Yeah? I loved it. Um, You're encroaching on my turf here. Oh, sorry. Well, maybe we can be on a show together. <laughs> That'd be great. That. And just eat, oh. but not gross things. Like that. We did, basically, we would be doing what we did today. Yeah. And just filming it. And make a living that way. Oh. Wouldn't that be amazing? It's not a bad way but to go. But you and... Wasn't well, that basically what you and JD did in Taiwan? Exactly. All over Taiwan. And you know what's great about it? If I don't like something, I'll push it towards you while the camera's rolling. <laughs> you'll have to eat it. Yeah, well, that's good for you. Oh, no. Wait. No, that's that Andrew's job. Like... Andrew was the guy who would eat anything. <laughs> so how many shows did you do with him? We did um, one in, so the night market one in Taiwan, 2007 that was, mm-hmm. and then um, I got invited the next year to do the holiday special in his hometown, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Wow, it was so cold. You went to Minneapolis? It was so cold. In December? February. Oh, even worse. So I shot a pilot, oh. actually, with uh, Tremendous. We did a pilot for my own show. Tremendous is the production company. That's right. And it's I, not Andrew's nickname. Me. No. 
<laughs> you're like I shot a pilot with Tremendous and I was like boy you, you think highly of Andrew he is lovely yeah he's a lovely but guy. no he's not Tremendous <laughs> I mean he's not in his own way he's he Tremendous is. he is but uh, they had me doing ice fishing oh. I was so cold I was so cold and I was so jet lagged which makes you colder yeah and then now uh, Minnesota uh, is <laughs> brutal you know I'm from Chicago and even I thought, you know, I, I spent the coldest week of my life in Minneapolis doing a comedy <laughs> club there for a week. It was like the second week in January or something one year. And it was, I mean, my car froze over twice. We did had to get a jump from the your, mailman. And, did it affect your humor? No, the shows were great. Well, people go out. I mean, it's just like, they know what's coming. They, they, they live with it. Yeah. You know, it's just... Uh, it's just part of life there. You don't think, right. well, you put on a jacket and get on with your life. Yeah, scraping your windshield and, yeah, it was it was freezing. Yes. And at the time, I really you know, lived in Chicago my whole life, and even then I was just like, you people are nuts. Really this was cold. crazy. It's really cold. So after that, we um, appeared again together. Yeah, so I did the holiday special, the pilot, then uh, again together the following year, and that was in Bangkok. Oh. Yeah, so his uh, wife, Raisha, very lovely lady, came along with that, uh, for that. And um, we ate not, not quite so disgusting things. You know? <laughs> because I That's the beauty of Thailand. <laughs> Even their disgusting stuff is still pretty good. Yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> I don't know how they do that. Like but gooey and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, if, you, if you can't compare for me, you've lived here in Saigon, you lived in Bangkok. Compare the two. What do you like better? What are the differences, mainly, of living in Vietnam and living in Thailand? Okay. Well, coming from Taipei or having lived there for so long, um, I'm quite used to the fast pace. And so for me, Bangkok was always a bit... um, it's a really, you know, a relaxing place. uh, Wait a minute. A lot of people go to Bangkok. They don't consider it... Really relaxing. I mean, the streets are pretty chaotic. It depends what street. <laughs> oh, were you living in the quiet area? <laughs> I lived in a very much a residential okay. area. Okay, so it wasn't like you know backpacker land and no, that one big no, street no. where no, they. No what's Kassam that one street? Kasam Road. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 not Kasam Road. It's a, <laughs> no, it's a residential area where um, you know if if you uh, after a while I felt. If I walk outside and I don't cover my shoulders, I, I felt like I was sort of offending people a bit because. Um, oh, you were in a conservative area yeah, of town. Actually, if you go outside of like the touristy areas, it's actually uh, you know it's quite conservative. Mm-hmm. And it's slow pace. It's not so loud like with elephants here. And, yeah. You know it's. <laughs> um, no, it, it was a very uh, peaceful, very. Uh, I know with all the uh, recent political problems and all that aside, it's, it's yeah. you know, day-to-day living is quite peaceful and slow-paced. So for me, Saigon is more uh, my pace. It's it's really chaotic, but it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just faster. And the yeah. city as well uh, within the center is quite small, and um, I prefer that. Right, because you are... You remind me of a New Yorker here because we were, every place we went, if it was out of your three block radius from your apartment, you were like, oh, we got to take you. That's so far. Oh, where are we going? It, literally a five minute cab ride, if that much. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just stay with him. You see, I've gotten used to it. Yeah. Because when I first came here, I walked everywhere. But it's so hot. It is. You can't. You see? If you walk enough, you're just a sweaty mess wherever you go. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I used to lose a lot. More weight, faster <laughs> than now. Oh, okay, we'll start walking. Like it wouldn't this. be the four times uh, before noon you asked me to go get something to eat. But that's but it, special for that, <laughs> Okay. I don't do that by myself. I just have <laughs> my two eggs, two pieces of toast. And right. The, and okay. The food here is so good in oh, Vietnam. It is. Just it so good. It really is. I haven't had a bad meal yet. I've been here almost two weeks in what, Vietnam. What have been your favorites so far? Um... I went to a seafood barbecue up in uh, in uh, Mui Ne, mm. right on the beach there, and mm. they had this long row of these outdoor barbecues along the on a, this bluff overlooking. You can hear the waves, oh. and they just set up these barbecues, and the f- tanks of fish 
have all these like clams, oysters, oh. um, the live fish swimming there, yeah. and you just pick it right out of the. You say, I want that one, that one, that one. He put out, pulled out a crab <laughs> and laid it, he weighed it and told me how much it would be. And then you sit outside and you eat it. It's beautiful mm-hmm. out and it was, it was great. Oh, and the, oh, and the, and the, the uh, clams were unbelievable. I don't know what they put up. They, they were cooking them, like they baked them with uh, garlic and uh, mm. onion and, mm. and uh, yeah, your breath shell. stunk in yeah. the shells. Yeah. Oh, no worries. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was the problem. That's nice. Maybe that's why the girls ran away. That's a whole other show. But uh, yeah, I love that. That was really good. And then, but there is the cuisine. The cuisine in uh, like Hanoi has a have its own thing, right? right. And, then and then Saigon has its own thing. It's a well, north-south thing, you know. It's like any other country. Just like if you have the pho, the beef yeah, noodle the soup. soup. Yeah. If you have it, the northern version, the southern version. You know, in the north, they don't put any of that basil. They don't put any of the herbs. They don't put any of the bean sprouts. It's just noodles, beef. Yeah, but they give it to you on the side. Do they? Did you did you get that? Yeah, I think because so. Because yeah. I was told, no, we don't put all this all these things in there. <laughs> no fuss. That's a southern thing. Yeah. Why would they have any animosity toward each other? I can't believe it. they've gotten along so well over the years. We were talking about this with your uh, with your boyfriend today. He's been here a long time. Nineteen years. Nineteen years. Yeah. And he was talking about there is still that mistrust of the north from people in the south, and it's really mm. kind of interesting, even though. You know, the unity has lasted for 35 years now. But, you know, it's like that even in America sometimes. I remember in the 80s, and I mean, I grew up basically in Atlanta, Georgia, and I remember people who go, oh. Oh, the South, yeah. They're, oh, see, north. I'm saying it right now. Oh, you're, oh you're the a South. northerner. Oh, you're from <laughs> the North. Are you from the North? No, you would say, I'm from the Far East. That's what you should say. I'm not from the north, I'm from the far east. The far, far east. So in Atlanta, they must have thought you were from, like, Mars. Well, sometimes they they asked if... Hey, where the hell's that? Is that somewhere near uh, Murfreesboro? No, they would say (laughs) Murfreesboro. Snailville. Snailville. Lawrenceville. Is that by by Athens? Gwinnett County. I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I apparently used to have a southern accent. That I would have liked to hear. I don't believe, yeah, I don't I believe don't, that. I don't have any recordings from that. That's <laughs> twenty years ago now. So, do you speak fluent Taiwanese? Yes. English, and then Mandarin. Mandarin and Cantonese. No, I don't speak Cantonese. I just know the important words, phrases, okay. and um, some things here and there, like. <laughs> Where are you going? Mm -hmm. Well, tell me about work in Saigon. Now, you're taking... You take fashion photography? I do. Sometimes I do... uh, In fact, next week, I'm doing a fashion shoot for Her World, which is a Singaporean fashion magazine, but it's uh, regional. Um, You can find them different... I think there's one in... Actually, I'm not quite sure what Yeah, but... But it's funny um, how, like, when people come... When I told people that I was, I'd go to Vietnam or like I went to Cuba or something, or you know, or you're going to China, um, there's always that thing. There's that idea that Americans were always brought up with that oh, it's a communist country. Uh, Are you going to go to it? You're going to a communist country. Protect yourself. Yeah, I'm like yeah. And uh, I think they'd be. What is the biggest misconceptions you have, or you think Americans have of Vietnam, and China and all these places. Uh, you know, we're quite influenced by the movies and all that, okay? Mm-hmm. Because, and myself, huh? Uh, when I first came here, and that was 1993, mm-hmm. when they just opened up for, it just opened up for um, tourism. I came here and, you know, in the back of your head, the only thing about Vietnam that I knew were really from Platoon. The deer hunter. <laughs> yeah, apocalypse now. Ah, uh, things like that. Yeah. So, we were just talking through... There's going to be Russian roulette games in the street. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Oh, yes, Robert De Niro with yeah, Christopher yeah. Walken. But I'll oh, be here. He's so beautiful. I remember <laughs> I was 11 and I thought, oh, who is that? He's so beautiful. Who is this, and Christopher he, Walken? Yes. Oh, yeah. But a bit scary. So, who yeah. is that other one with the mole? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so I was here and I remember there was three of us traveling and we were in a room, just checked in, we're all talking, and suddenly. And two of us girls dropped on the floor and screamed and covered our heads because we were thinking bombs and machine guns yeah. and all this. And the other one was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, just firecrackers! What are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you hit the dirt. What's happening? They're coming! No, it's, a, a, it's a celebration. You know? It's New Year's Eve. Relax." <laughs> <laughs> ah! yes, yes Charlie it's coming <laughs> um, so misconceptions I don't know I, I I mean I haven't lived in America in a long time so I don't really know what Americans is it think. different is it different doing business in a communist country than it is in any other place you've been you always think about that like the like they the government always has to approve everything or get their hands in somehow no, I don't business. feel that at all. Or do they just take money, take their no, cut every year? No, I don't feel that at, at <laughs> all, no. What are the tax situations like? I mean, is it... Uh, I know you have to pay something like 10%. You have to get this thing called the red invoice. Red invoice. Um, a red invoice? Yes. But Sounds like a know, good band name, really, doesn't I, it? I call it pink invoice. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, that's the gay band yeah, uh, name. Yeah, right. Oh, so, <laughs> um... No, I don't. I don't. For me personally, uh, my a lot of my clients are um, foreigners. Her World Magazine is a Vietnamese uh, company uh, for the uh, Vietnam edition. So uh, Sunflower Media. So I, I. I mean, it's very easy. I just did a shoot at the end of the month. After it's the same rules. You know, after the publication, thirty days or whatever. Then I went and I picked up my money, and they withheld some taxes, and that's normal. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Only you know I come out with a big stack of dongs rather than yeah. uh, a check. Fifty-eight million, which comes <laughs> yeah. to you know a hundred bucks, or whatever. Yeah, they gotta they gotta work on that million thing, you know. Yeah, especially people with uh, so many thousands. Do numbers. Right? One dollar is I think twenty-one thousand dong. Yes. Have you seen the inflation happening? They say that's coming. Richard was talking about yes, that today. That's right. It's really starting to take off yeah. the economy. But it's there's so much construction going on here. I mean, things are happening. Do you oh, get that yes. sense of like this is a city that could take off soon? Like, well, it's 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 to, taking off. Opinion, are you right? Yes, it's we're in the middle of mm -hmm. the takeoff. You know. Where do you see a lot of the? Is like China getting involved, or are they? Because uh, there's still that a long time animosity of Vietnamese in China. Uh, I don't. Like, I don't feel that. Okay. Really, I mean, as an. It's all expat, about business now, really. Yes, I mean, especially down in the south, is yeah. It's uh, very much about commerce. Mm -hmm. You know, they say someone uh, was telling me making a comparison. Is so okay, Hanoi is like Washington D.C., whereas uh, Saigon is uh, Manhattan. Yeah. You know, it's uh, quite stylish and and all uh, focused on. Money, okay, and um, yeah, just. And Hanoi was about the government. Yeah, right. But Hanoi is very, you know, it's still got those, you know, it's a pretty city, you know, in terms of it's got the old quarter and it's got the it's very French quarter and it's mm -hmm. got it's got more rest. This seems seems a lot more modern to mm -hmm. me down here. Yes. Wider streets. Yes. Still crazy motorbikes. Oh yeah. I can't believe you haven't gotten a motorbike here. You uh, must be the only person here without one. I, I want to live a long life. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd rather be on it than trying to cross the street when, the, when they're coming at you. No, I just... Um, no, I haven't driven in 20 years. Wow. Anything. I, I tried to ride a bicycle in Copenhagen. That was the last time I had any sort of a... Uh, wheels underneath Wheels, you. yeah. <laughs> and um, I was... I felt I was doing fine until... Uh, 
you know, they were doing some construction. Suddenly the path became very narrow and I just walked <laughs> like this. And uh, the friend said, okay, let's just walk. Right. With our bikes. <laughs> no, I, I think it's... Um, no, it's fine. It's very easy to get around. And you see, that's why I like to stay within um, three blocks. Not really. Right. Not really stay within three blocks. Five. Okay, okay yeah. Um, then I can just walk It's called everywhere. exaggeration for, you know, comedic effect. Ah, that's it. That's I, what that's I, called. Are you saying I have no sense of humor? <laughs> no. That would be the other stereotype. Yeah. I... <laughs> so where have your parents finally settled down? Did your, um, did your father finally find what he was looking for? He always, I think, knew what he wanted, you know, and it's always food-based. He started out, uh, this is a funny story, huh? His first job was to work for a fertilizer, uh, no, no, animal feed um, <laughs> So I guess company. that is food. Yeah, it's food-based. Food in a way. Way um, up uh, the chain. <laughs> uh, for his aunt. Mm-hmm. And so he thought... One day, you know, animals should have senses. So what would make them eat more so they grow faster and, you know, all this? Marijuana. Well, yeah. Back then, was it? Was it Let's the give 70s? the cows the munchies. No, that's just... Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> marijuana. No. Um, it became artificial food flavoring. So he ah. used uh, milk food flavoring for chicken feed or something. Uh, and then... Or, I can't remember. Was he the man who brought MSG to New York? Was was he the first guy? I wouldn't be living here. Yeah. Whoever that guy was was on to something. Yes. MSG. And then, um, yes, and then he moved on to people flavoring. So food flavoring for like bakeries and real food. Right, (laughs) right. And then he left that, and eventually he was. Uh, in, by the time we were in Argentina, he was doing like uh, selling export and import export business, so uh, doing coral jewelry, and then you know later mm. uh, some coral friends. jewelry. Yeah, coral necklaces, oh, beads, and uh, real coral. Yeah. Great. I know. It didn't tell, last Tell me thanks for destroying really, the briefs that I'm long. trying to go see. And and, and, and natural pearls as well, mm. and then. Um, then went into the restaurant business in Buenos Aires and from then on had five more after Buenos Aires in America. Chinese restaurants? Yes, but not, it's not really Taiwanese Chinese. Taiwanese restaurant? No, it's that standard, wherever we are, we just take um, whatever take, their version is. Take the local is, thing and yeah, okay. But make it a bit better and he'll stick in a few of his favorite dishes and uh, <laughs> call it, give it some name you know? right right um we also did that in los angeles in um rolling hills estates actually and wow. then went rolling. back Ooh, now i'm impressed mm. rolling hills estates yes that was that sounds very interesting place suburban it was <laughs> Ro, welcome to rolling hills estates yes the gated community a gated community uh so yeah he just um he went back to food flavoring when we went back to Taiwan. Um, mm-hmm. And now my parents are in Los Angeles, where you're from, or hey, where hey. you live. That's right. And um, my mother's in the wine business. Ah. Uh, and father, he's still doing food flavoring. Still doing? Yeah. Can he do some wine flavoring? Maybe that? He, maybe uh, maybe we can mix those. Actually, he, he's got so many bottles of flavorings, and there are, like... Johnny Walker 20 year, you know, and uh, Johnny Walker whatever year. No, He's got a flavoring that tastes like the whiskey? Yeah, I have drinks flavors. What like, would you use that for? You would, uh, for example, Irish coffee syrup. Oh, okay. If you, you know, uh, they just pump a few of that into the coffee. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. Or um, baked goods or... Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know what I, I don't even think about. You know, that's one of those things you just go, yeah, I guess somebody does that. And it's probably just a you know, multi-billion dollar business. Mm. You know, just an industry. It's got to be massive around it, the world. It, it, it is. <laughs> and uh, the French have it. He, he's a great fan of the French uh, flavoring and perfumery mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, business. But, um, so he's got a good nose and a good taste bud. Yes. 
Is he picky about food? Oh my god, I was just going to say this that. This very okay. My entire family. Ah. It's just uh it's quite difficult to, you know, make sure everyone's happy at oh. a meal. But I'm not I keep it to myself. Is your mom a good cook? Very good. Okay. And my father. So So that's how they suck together? Yes, but she doesn't like his style. He doesn't <laughs> like her style. And you know, they continue to have debates. Well, did they actually cook in the restaurant, or did they hire people and tell them what to do? Uh, they did both. Sometimes when it was super busy, my mother would get in there, and she's smaller than me. She, uh, I'm, what, 5'2", so I want 158 centimeters <laughs> <laughs> and a half. And, um, yeah, so, you know, she's going in there, and she's tiny, and she's lifting the walk and going, flip, 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 flip. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> in her silk dress with the oil right. and the flames. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, those days. Um, but now they continue to love cooking at home. And now uh, when you open her, uh, my mother's uh, wardrobe, for example, there would be stacks of wine. Mm. Uh, That's good to go home and visit. Yes. Good stuff. Well, sometimes she gives all my friends wine, huh? Oh. <laughs> Give me your address. Where, where in LA is she? I may have to stop in. Hello, Mrs. Chen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and your brother, where's he? He's in uh, Bladen, Oxfordshire, UK. Well, that sounds very old school. Oxford. Yeah, um, Bladen, Oxfordshire. <laughs> UK. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> sounds like you should be riding a horse through the countryside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's actually a horse country, I think, mm-hmm. uh, around there, Cotswolds, actually. I've been there. Okay. It's lovely. It's beautiful. I love it. It's near uh, the Wales, right? It's like on the way to Wales, the mm, Cotswolds. Yes, it's on the way. It's on the way. Yes. Yeah, but not quite. Right. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's the, that's like that English countryside that you hear about. You know, you picture. Those rolling green hills and everything like that. It's what we see in the movie. Yeah, like a Jane Austen. You expect, exactly. you know, okay. Mm, How did he really end up there? Uh, he married an English woman. Um, what is it with you two and the English? It's Your not, boyfriend's English. Not, um, there's a theme here. But it's not done on purpose. It's just really funny, huh? It's really funny. I mean, he looked up his lost love after 10 years and they reunited. Oh, it's a really nice. sweet story. I've got two gorgeous uh, nephews with green eyes. Green eyes. Yeah, well, fascinating. They're they're <laughs> they're so lovely. Um, I see them maybe about once a year. I try to get. I want to try and get back. So between England and here, Saigon, your parents in LA are probably about halfway in between. Uh, it's tough for them, you know. Boy, you guys couldn't spread out more around the globe. I know. Well, yes, I could be in well, we have Skype Buenos now. Aires. We have Skype. Yes, I, I that helps. We do. We do Skype. Can they figure it out? Because there's no way my mom can figure it out. All you have to do is find the right way to make it seem friendly. Because, oh, I spent so many frustrating conversations with my <laughs> mother about getting a computer. Yeah. This was years ago, okay? Finally, mm-hmm. she did. And now, as you heard earlier, I was trying to say to her, I gave her my old Mac. Okay. And she has had it for months and can't figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, this is why I said to her, Mom, you've got a Mercedes of a computer <laughs> that you're not driving, you're not using. Right. Take it to the Mac shop. They'll help you. And I nearly wanted to say, just look helpless, but I realized, well, she will. Look yeah, she will. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's got that covered. <laughs> <laughs> so wow yeah so what's yeah, next for you here where's it where's it all going how long you want to stay in Saigon or Vietnam or um I really don't know of all those places you've lived oh can you say a favorite I mean can no. you imagine one where you could say oh I'm gonna stay there for the rest of my life do you know for a long time it was always Argentina, because I think at that age when I was there, seven, eight, and nine, I all I remember from my school lessons were drawing pictures of General San Martin and how the conquistadores were great right. people, and it really uh, and National Day was such a uh, filled me with pride, and I loved the 
national colors, you know. <laughs> um, so for a long time, I felt that was my home. That was truly where I belonged. Um, but it could have been that at that age, uh, it was just, it made an impression. The home, you know, the, the yeah. idea of home formed. Maybe it was the steak they just force fed you every day. Oh, that was five times a day. I I got. (laughs) I've never eaten more meat in my life. I love it. (laughs) So delicious. Don't don't you agree? So much steak. No, it's great. But I mean, after a while, I mean, I I I probably eat more red meat in a week there than I did in, in, in the previous year. Yes, breakfast, yes. yes, in between. So, what do you want for your morning steak? I don't want steak this morning. <laughs> no, you're having a steak, sir. Here, here you oh, go. It's the best beef ever. <laughs> but no, that for a long time I felt home was uh, Buenos Aires. But even when I was in Buenos Aires, I would uh, draw a Taiwanese flag and, you know, pull it up using the what you use for the curtains to yeah, yeah. tie it to it. And so I haven't, I, I don't have a sense of... Uh, um, belonging anywhere. You think that that was probably from moving so much as a kid? I've Were you afraid to feel settled somewhere? Like, after a few years, do you feel that itch? Like, uh, I think maybe it's time to. I say I don't, move on. but yes, I, I do have it. Because, yeah. you know, now I have moved. This time is my 42nd time. Ugh. Wow. I went 40 to. 42nd? Yeah. I went to 15 schools. 15 schools that's hard For to make new friends all the time is yeah really I was hard. incredibly shy I was yeah. so shy I think that's why I started writing because you know I, I remember uh, when I was a new student at Rolling Hills High School and I, I would hide during lunchtime with my notebook so no one could see me being by myself and then I would just write in my notebook because that way I didn't have to look up. Yeah. And, um, you know, it also makes you very shy. Uh, I do that in restaurants. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a lot on this trip. Shy. A lot it's on this trip. Different reasons. Yeah, you just don't want to look like a crazy person sitting there. <laughs> not that I don't anyway. Yeah, it's got to, I, I can't imagine that's, that, that's got to have an effect on, if you, when kids are so used to moving and moving and moving constantly, they either go one way like you have and, and move around a lot as adults or they say, no, I'm on my own now, I'm staying put. It's either one or the other. Well, you know, that's funny. I really, in my head, I want to stay put. I want to have a home. And for many years, it just uh, tortured me. And now I just think, well, no, this is my life. But if you ask me, where do you like living? Do you like living here? Uh, have you moved here because you like it? I, I always say, no, I don't really ever really like a place or dislike because that's never been a question to ask it's mm-hmm. always been I'm here, I live here, I make it work Right. and wherever I am I have this cottage theme in my head and I will decorate <laughs> this fantasy of the, your cottage yeah I'm going to uh, get a vine and start growing it <laughs> So always have, you have a cottage in your mind, no matter you know we're in a little in your apartment here, but still in your mind you're in your little cottage. Yeah. Where would that cottage be? When you um, really imagine it. Oh, I would like it where the air is nice. You can occasionally hear some birds. Not too early. Not too early. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that sounds like a good place. Sounds like a good place. We'll go there next. But, uh, well, you got a nice life here. That's great. Yes, I have. Thank you so much for uh, well, sitting down you. here. This You're is fun. Welcome. Did you have fun? I have fun. I knew you kept stalling well, I, I about know. doing it. I know, but I can breathe now. Okay. Good. I mean, I can breathe better once we, you turn that machine off. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll turn it off now. Nana Chen, thank you so much. Thank you. Nana. No, no. You're not my grandmother. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Oh, I'm a traveling man.